thank you. Because, you know, you're, there's going to be times in your life where you're, you're just going to have to say, you know what? I need to change some things in my life. You know, I, I got to that. That's one thing area in my life I, I know I, I had to get to. I had to get to the point in my life where I recognized that fundamentally my life wasn't going to work in the way that I was practicing my life. Because oftentimes the way we're practicing life doesn't bring the result that we want. And how many of you know, if you want a different result, you're going to have to find a different way of doing things. You've heard this saying, and you've heard me say often here at the church, and it, it, it just begs to be repeated. You know, the, 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 how should I say, insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. Do you hear what I said? I'm, I'm, and, and not changing not changing, doing the thing that you shouldn't be doing, doing the thing that doesn't bring life, doesn't, doesn't bring a better result. You know, the, you know you, you, we have people that live out in the world who, who want to live the way they want to live. They want to drink what they want to drink. They want to sleep wherever they want to sleep with. Not you, not us. But what happens is they get caught in this trap. The world, they get caught in this trap. And what ends inevitably, inevitably happening to them is eventually if... if if their spirit man is really desiring change, it recognizes this can't go on anymore. That's right. It recognizes this way of living isn't helping myself. That's right. I said, and you've got to make up your mind. If, if your life isn't working the way it's working, then maybe, and, and some people, you can get so satisfied with the way your life is going and you think everything is okay when really God had more for you the whole entire time. You know, I made up my mind. When I got born again, I, I, I wanted to find out all that God had for me. That's why I got excited about when I found some things in the scriptures, what it said about what I could have and what, what was already mine. And, and because there, I'm telling you right now, there's many of you right now that God has way more things available to you, but you're never going to get it if you, don't, if you don't pursue those things. You know, people will, will pursue a brand new TV. They're going to tell you, I'm going to get me a flat screen TV on that, on that Labor Day or whatever, one of them sales. They're They're, they're determined. And you can tell when payday comes. They're in, they're in their line. They're smiling as they're leaving with their flat screen TV. They're like, <laughs> and they're like, and they, and they look. Well, you've got something greater on the inside of you. You've got something greater on the inside, or greater than a flat screen TV, Gr greater than those external things. But really, the external things are a small part of what God's already doing on the inside of you. They're just a small part. The peace, you get the peace, you get the joy. You know, you know, the first thing I got when I got born is I got peace. I mean, I got joy. And, you know, you get some people, they, they don't, you know, well, if I follow Jesus, I'm going to have to give, give up everything. But give up what? What are you giving up depression, giving up sorrow, giving up lack? Giving up, giving up medication. I mean, I don't like what Pastor Melina was saying earlier. You know, she says it's more expensive to, you know, it's it's le it's le it's less expensive to go out and buy a a fifteen dollar book and then to pay a twenty dollar copay every time you go to the doctor. And some people, you just get caught in a rut. You just get used to doing. You just get used to doing life the way you normally do life. And, and God didn't come here to leave you at the life that you currently hold. That's why the Scripture says He brings you from glory to glory. Now, if you're not experiencing from glory to glory, you've got to ask yourself, why am I not experiencing that? Yeah. Did, did I tap out somewhere? I saw a good fight the other day. It was a good fight. Guy was big. I'm 
telling you. I'm, te- I'm telling you. The guy was big. Got it around, around, around. And the guy was bigger than the guy who was fighting. But the little guy somehow got around him and got, it, got that choke hold on him. Because he was some serious smack talking before that fight. I love a good, when they're talking, he goes, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. You know, they're just going back and forth. It's called prostrating or whatever. I don't know if that's the right word. He's, but they're just kind of going back and forth. And that little guy got behind his neck, and he, he's a, that big guy. Finally, that, that, that tap means I'm out. Ah, I'm out. You got to get to the point where you just tap out on some things. The devil's got his arms around your neck. He's whooped. He's done whooped your life because you decided that you wanted to live your life your way. Well, God knows. God knows. He knows I'm, I'm weak. He knows I'm not perfect. Now, don't use that as an excuse anymore for, for opting out of what you knew you should have done right. We got to be really careful with these types of tradition. God, know, God knows I'm a sinner. What, you, you drinking in the bars during the weekend? I mean, you're a born-again Christian. What, what are you doing? You're, you're not giving like you should be? Oh, no, I'm just weak. I'm just weak. Sometimes I got to keep my tithe because I, I get weak. You know, I get weak. I, I look at them in a little too long. <laughs> Pastor Malone, you shouldn't say that. <laughs> Come on. You just, you just look at the wrong guy. You look at the wrong girl. You, look, you, you stand in the wrong place at the wrong time. I mean, come on. And, and you just say, oh, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. I got weak. I looked a little too. No, I, I, look, you make the choice whether to look or to gander or stare or to look away. I, I've made it a point to keep my eyes moving. Keep them eyes kicking. Like, mm, no, I don't recognize. Oh, no. No, you just, sometimes you just got to go down the different aisle. Yeah. I'm, all, mm, I'm going over here. Yeah. I'm going over, I ain't going to entertain your, your, you throwing your lines out. Because right. some people are like that. Guys and girls, they'll throw their hooks out. Yeah. Girls wear shirts as high and show up that belly ring. <laughs> Guys will wear their shirts that high and show up that belly ring. <laughs> Either way, they're both really wrong. Really, really wrong. (laughs) Praise God. But not you, not us, not not us at the River Church. We we wear our skirts at the right length. (laughs) We live holy lives. Come on. on. Why why are we living right lives? Because we know there's there's a benefit. Say there's a benefit. There's a benefit to living right. There's a benefit to following the Lord. Come on, I feel, I, I, feel, I feel a preach coming on me right now. I said, I feel a preach coming on me right now. Gonzalo, it's the kind of preaching where people get set free. I feel the healing anointing coming in my hands. Well, who knows? We may just lay a hand on a few empty heads and maybe someone will get saved today. Come on. Let's open our Bibles to Matthew chapter 6. We're going to get in the Word today because we believe that God's got a Word for you and I. Every time we come to church, we come believing that God's going to speak to us. Say, I, I came expecting. I came expecting a miracle. I kept expecting a healing, a deliverance in my life. Now, see, it's important that we pray these things, not just, not just from the top of our, just not out of just being automatic, but we, we pray it from a sense of reality. It says, hey, when I came to church, I didn't come to mess around. I didn't come just to feel better. 
I, didn't, I, I came because I knew I needed to hear from God today. Yeah. I knew I needed to get my answer. Yeah. And see, and that's what, one thing we've learned here, here at this church. Most of you, we hear testimony after testimony. I, I, those who've made the decision every time they come to church, I'm going to hear something from the Lord, yeah. they end up getting something. It's amazing what people walk away and they say, I, I, I ended up leaving with, I didn't even know I had this. And then one day I'm sitting there and I just remember something Pastor Moline or Pastor Marcus says, and, and, it, and it just came up. And this, all of a sudden this boldness came up. Why? Because you got what you need beforehand. Yeah. So you got an answer to that problem then. See, it's, you know, the hardest part in my life wasn't, wasn't the, the problems that I got. It was not, not me not having answers. Yeah. So it's important that we have answers. It's important that we get answers in advance before the problems come. But thank God we got answers 2,000 years ago. Now we're just applying the answers right now. Every day we're applying them answers. So you just have to make your mind up. Say, my mind's made up. I'm going to receive the word this morning. And it's going to help me. Come on, once you start getting that mind made up, once it's mind, your mind's made up just to get the answer and stick to it and do the word, no matter, you, no matter what it costs. Some people are afraid to, uh, to pay the cost or pay the price. Well, I'm afraid. Afraid of what? Getting your mind back? Getting healed? I'm afraid that people are going to just think I'm a, I'm, I'm a religious zealot. Well, it's too late for that. <laughs> Especially if you came here today. <laughs> It's, it's over. You're going to get out as soon as they're going to be looking at binoculars. I'm telling you right now, there's people out there with binoculars watching us. No, there ain't out there. There ain't no paparazzi either. Matthew, Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. Jesus is talking. You know, when Jesus is talking, you know, it's, it's important that you just stop and listen. You know, it's, it's important. To, it's important what's in those red letters. Amen. And verse 25, it says, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on it. it. Is not life more than the food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? Well, I think the answer to that is quite obvious. Yes, you're more, you're more important than the birds. I'm going to tell you something. You've you got to stop complaining. You, you're born in the USA. You live in a country, you, you live in a good country right. where, where there's a lot of made available to you. Right. Well, I'm so afraid you get all them homeless. I'm just afraid I might end up homeless. Don't get afraid. Right. You know, I talked to an officer one day and I asked him, I go, what's going on with this homelessness stuff? I, what, I mean, he goes, go, I asked him, I go, I noticed that a lot of times I've heard there's programs for these folks to get off. Off, off these streets, and he says, there is. He says, but we can't get them to stay in the housing. We give them housing. We can't get them to stay in there. They, they don't want to stay in there. They want to live in the street, and it's hard because people think there's, they want to make these programs for people who don't really want to live in a home. So it's a spirit. It's a spirit. It's an, it's an evil spirit speaking to them. And they don't know, and they don't know how to get free because there's, there's a spirit that says, the street, the street, no responsibility, the street. And it's a, it's a devilish, it's a devilish demon. Because there were, even there, even there to some extent are worried about something. But they get addicted to living a certain lifestyle. You hear what I said? 
So if people can get used to living the wrong way in such an extreme manner, but with devilish influences, how many of you know that you've got to be careful that you don't take on that spirit of worry yourself? Because that spirit of worry will drive you. You'll build your life around your worry. You'll build your life around your cares. And God did not create you to, to, to live your life, um, how shall I say, um, getting your, your, your life built around these type of things. Your life shouldn't be built around your fears. Your life shouldn't be controlled by your fears. You know, when I got born again, the first thing the Lord started dealing with me with was the areas of my fears. I remember one time, Pastor Melina and I, we went to the beach together. First time we had gotten the beach, we were just married, went to the beach, and she said, let's get in the water. I said, I go, Mexicans don't get in the beach. We don't get in the water. We don't get in the water. I don't even stick my toes in the water. Unless it's, unless it's cr swimming across the stream, then I'm okay with that. But, but hey, Mexicans, we don't do that. She goes, oh, come on. Don't give me that. And I go, no. I go, there could be a shark in there. This is what happens when you're in 80s kids, folks. They messed us up with jaws, all right? So from the, it didn't even matter if it was a leg. There was, what if there's a shark in there, eh? I'm telling you, man, there's a shark in there. I'm telling you, Holmes, I don't trust. Because I used to hang out with other Mexicans growing up. And Charlie Holmes, you know, just, that's how we talked, you know? When I was like, that was in my sixth and seventh, eighth grade, we had a river. And, and, and even then, I was still afraid of that, that river, so... And then my mate, they go, well, this is how you, if you get in trouble, this is how you get out of it. So they started teaching you, like, oh, oh, is that why someone drowned? He goes, yeah, man. You can't try to swim it, but go sideways. I'm like, oh, okay. Just keep swimming across. And that, and that actually worked. So you build your life around your fears. You start to build your life around your fears. You don't go down the street because old lady, oh, that old lady who killed her kids is going to come out and get you. You all know who I'm talking about, didn't you? Kids, you grew up with bad stories about one person in the neighborhood and all the kids avoided them, yeah. right? So you build your life around the worry. Yeah. You cater your life to, to around your sicknesses. Yeah. You cater your, around your life around your diseases. Uh -huh. You cater, you, you build your life rather upon the rock. You build it upon your doctor's schedule. <laughs> Don't shout me down because I'm preaching real good. Because it's true. People are worried. They, they're worried that if, I, if I'm too far out of town, I might be not close to my doctor. And it's true. We ought not to live in fear. You, you, God told He said, don't worry about these things. Good. Why do you worry about these things? Good. See, if we, I, I, I believe if most, more people got of, introduced to who Jesus the healer was, they'd get free of some of these things. I'm not telling people give up your medicine right away. I ain't telling you any of that. You've you got to get that by revelation on your own time. And even if you are taking medicine, you've got to take that medicine. I thank you, Father, I'm healed. Thank you. Every time you take I thank you, Father, Jesus, you healed me, you delivered me, you set me free. I'm not going to live like this anymore. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that this situation, I'm not going to look at this situation anymore. And just, just keep following what the, keep following the Lord. I said, keep, I said, keep following the Lord. Amen. Because it's, it's important that you keep following the Lord. I said it's important. I said it's important that you keep following the Lord. Don't give up. Don't give up when things get hard. Don't, get, don't, get, don't, don't give up just because you have a few difficulties. Don't give up just because you got one bad report. Well, I got five bad reports. Well, just don't give up. I'm telling you, people quit too quick. And start hanging out with the wrong folks. Well, they all go to church. They're my church buddies. Well, just because they're your church buddy don't mean they're the right folks. Not everybody believes the same thing. 
you got to get beyond the, the whole thing about just believing, because, uh, well, you know, I don't believe that, but I believe this. Well, you better get over that. You better get just get the motive, just believing. God didn't tell you to pick and choose. This is no a la carte believing. Either you got to believe the Bible. There's no picking and choosing. Well, this one makes me feel more comfortable than this one. Well, get over it. I said get over it. There's some things you're just going to have to get over. Something, one of the testimonies I really love is what Pedro uh, uh, gave last week. He said, he said, you know, one thing is, is our pastors is they always be, if, you know, they're always bringing the right people. You bring in the right people. I don't just bring anybody in this pulpit so they can just preach and just can, they can put on a good show and they throw on a good sweat. You know, got a hanky and just shaking their hand. Ain't none of that. You better be anointed. And more important than just being anointed, you better know the word of God. Because if you don't know the word of God, you're going to, they're going to face some situation and you, you're going to need some answers. That's matter. I don't just hang out with whoever I want to hang out with. I don't. I've had some friends out here in the community. The Lord just said, ah, you, you don't be hanging out with them anymore. Friends. Friends. Just they, they ain't doing anything. They're not, they're not living ungodly lives. Or they just don't go to church and they're just friends. I just know for years. But I don't hang out with them. Because we ain't going in the same direction. I said we ain't going in the same direction. I'm going the Bible believing, faith building, devil destroying. Come on. Come on, you know. And the Bible says the 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 anointing will break the bust the yoke. Right. And some there's some things in your life that just need to get busted. Yeah. <clears throat> you hear what I said? Yeah. That means some, sometimes some some relationships are going to ha- have to end. Those yokes are going to have to get busted. Yeah. Well, they're so nice, they're so sweet, but they don't live right. They compromise with their thinking. They compromise with their talking, and and you end up and you end up getting worried every time you hang out with them. You you worry. You both stress about the same thing. You, you, flu season's coming. You both the flu season. I'm gonna get my flu shot. Me too. You know I, I don't get no flu shots. I don't participate in that. I don't. I haven't participated in COVID yet. Although I have. You have to wear the mask to get in the store. But I cheat. I, I always pull it halfway down. <laughs> Pastor Melina said, you shouldn't cheat. you got to wear it just like, I don't know, I'm cheating. I don't mean. No, I don't, I don't want to participate in that. I believe God's he's going to take care of me. Now, you got to operate where your faith is at. And if you're, you know your faith is low and you've been dealing with fear, don't be just doing something just because Pastor tells you to do it. You better do it because you have the inward witness on the inside of you that's secure and knowing where you're at in your faith. There's going to be times where you're not, your faith ain't going to be where it needs to be. Did you hear what I said? We've had moments when your faith is low. Don't look at me like you always have great and mighty faith. Because there's going to be times where your faith's going to run low and you haven't been feeding enough and you, you've been really busy this week and you, 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 know, you, you don't live on yesterday's manna. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, what's manna? That's called the word of God. Yeah. You can't live on what you, you, what you, what's happened or what you've lived through once or what you've known before in the past or what God. You can't live in the ye- yesteryears. You need to live in the now. That's why you always got to be feeding your faith. You got to be yourself. You got to put yourself in a faith church. You hear what I said? It's, I said, it's life and death. Yeah, people, you know, I hear people's testimonies all the time, and I said, it makes, it makes a difference where you go. That's right. That's right. It makes a difference where you go. Right. I mean, I'm so, glad, I, I'm so glad that Pastor Molina, I, I remember wanting to, I said, I'm going to stick, let's go to my religious denominational dead church. I'll go with you, if, I'll go with you, if, if, you, if you go with me. I told her that. I'll go with you if you go to my church. 
And I went with her once to my church, and I was like, man, this is, why am I doing this to myself? Why am I doing this to her? And then I looked at her and go, I like your church. We're going to go to your church instead. <laughs> it, it didn't take me very long. It didn't take me very long. I was like, woo. And then for me, for a while, though, I remember years ago, I used to drive, we used to, back in the day when Porterville used to go cruising, you were able, I remember cruising in the day of Porterville. I'm feeling old. There's a lot of young people don't know what I'm talking here. I'm looking at here, and they probably don't even know what I'm talking about here. Back in the day, you could literally drive around all uh, up Olive. There was a little, you do, you do the little loop, you go down off, you drive right by Porter Theater. And then one day we went accidentally and we drove by a church and everybody was holding their hands and worshiping the Lord. I go, what a bunch of freaks. I'm never going to do that. We all know pastor does that now. Amen. God, and I got delivered. And I said I got delivered. I got set free. And I'm going to tell you something. It's, a, it's, better, it's better on this side of the feet, on the track, than on the other side of the track. Because now I live a life where I'm not always stressed out living in fear. Now, I'm married to Pastor Marlene. Of course I'm going to get stressed out now and then. I mean, you've been, you've been married to a redhead any length of time. You're going to just, that's just, just a, a nature of the thing, you know. I knew what I was getting to when I signed up. I knew it. She calls me up. Hey, uh, every time she calls me up, I already know it's I'm already ready. Yes. <laughs> what, am, what do you want? What, what do you need me to do? I, that's exactly why she calls me. What do you need me to do? By the way, can you, can you go by the store? It's not a worry. It's a blessing. I get to do these things. Amen. In verse 31, it says this. Jesus is telling them. Let's first go back up in verse, where did we leave off last? 25. Boy, we didn't get very far, did we? 26. Let's go to 27. It says, which of you worrying can add one cubit or statue to yourself? You can't, you can't get anything out of worrying. It ain't going to add nothing to you. Worrying about your kids ain't going to help you. Worrying about your job ain't going to help you. I said, worry ain't going to help you. Well, I wonder when they're going to come out with that COVID Shot so we all can get saved. I don't want. I don't want to die. No COVID. You ain't gonna die. No COVID. I said you ain't. You you got a better chance of getting hit by a drunk driver than a COVID bus. So you just quit worrying about it. I said quit worrying about it. I said quit worrying. Worrying ain't gonna help you. And let's hear, let's hear some of the things. Which of you can worry by adding one thing? So why do you worry about your clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet, and yet even Solomon in all his glory and all, all of these was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? Now, I want to stop right there because one of the things that's always confounded me is back in the days when I first saw that is that Solomon was not arrayed like one of these little ones. It always some people who 